Welcome to Women and Manufacturing, where accomplished women interview accomplished women, with your host, Jennifer McNelly. Welcome to Women in Manufacturing Radio. I'm Jennifer McNelly, President of 180 Skills, and your host for today's show. Please join the conversation on Twitter at hashtag women and MFG. Women represent a vast talent pool in the U.S. economy. We total about 40%, 47% of the labor force, but only 29% of the manufacturing workforce. This gap truly represents an opportunity an opportunity for women leaders in manufacturing to share their story and inspire the next generation. I have one of those women with us today. I'm honored to be joined by Althea Drapal, Key Account Manager for Ajax Metal Forming Solutions. Althea, thanks for joining us here today. Hi, Jennifer. I'm so excited to Thank have you. Thank you for having me. It's good. We're going to have a good time today. So before we get into your journey into manufacturing, can you share with our audience today a bit about Ajax Metal Forming Solutions and really what your role as a key account manager is, just so everybody knows the company you work for and what you do? Well, Ajax Metal Forming Solutions is a company. We make parts out of steel. It's a fabricated metal stamping company, and I'm a key account manager in the office. My role is to work closely with customers. Um, I process POs on a daily basis. Communication is the key. We, I communicate with the managers on the floor, the, the leads, the production team, and... We make it happen here at Ajax, producing quality parts for our customers. That's wonderful. So you are the, the connecting force between customer and product. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Okay, so as we kick off our discussion here today, I'm curious from your perspective, you do sit between customer and product, Tell me what you see as the greatest challenge that manufacturers face today. I think right now today, we are faced with bridging the gap with skilled workers and keeping them in our industry and letting people know that manufacturing, you can have a career in manufacturing. It's no joke. You know, I remember years ago when you hear of manufacturing, you think of just being dirty, working in a shop, you're full of grease, but that's not it today. You can share your skill and your knowledge and be influential in the world. It's no longer just grandpappy's hammer, so to quote the great no. GE commercial around the end. It's no. really about mind as much, right? Yes, yes. You can come into the field, share your knowledge, your skill, and, you know, if you have a team that you can work closely with who would listen to you as the changes progress in the world today, you know, as women, we can make a difference in the world. 
I love that you link the purpose of manufacturing to making a difference. I often think about, you know, all the world's problems are solved by great manufacturing solutions. Yeah. <laughs> that could be my bias. <laughs> so how are you guys adjusting or how are you personally adjusting to this changing landscape with, you know, it's not what it used to be. We need workers. What does that mean for you personally and for the company? What are you doing about that? Here at Ajax, we, the, the team of a whole, encourage everyone to go to school, further your education, because things are changing. Technology is changing daily, and we have to keep up if we want to be successful. So Ajax highly supports all employees to go back to school and further their education in the manufacturing field. That's a great segue to your journey through school and ultimately into manufacturing. Did you have a favorite subject when you were in school? I did. I did. English and writing was my favorite. I loved writing stories of little incidents that happened around in my village. And I migrated to the U.S. in 2002. So we have a lot of stories to share while growing up. And it was fun relating those stories back to my friends in school. So you just mentioned that you migrated here to the U.S. Why don't you share with your audience your background, where you were from, and where you la how you landed in Minnesota, right? Yes. <laughs> I originally came from Guyana in South America in February of 2002 and moved to Minnesota for a better life for myself and my children and to seek the American dream. And so far, it's been looking pretty good. I'm enjoying the ride. And that better life has been anchored clearly in your journey in manufacturing. How did you decide to go into manufacturing? You know, that's a funny story. I was laid off for a while, and my niece heard of the Empowered Program. It's a fast-track training through the Independent Technical College. And she said, let's go check it out. So curiosity is what took me into manufacturing to see what it's all about. And opportunity is what kept me to this day. So what exactly did you learn in, and Hennepin is a community and technical college, correct? And the That's Empower correct. program. Talk, tell me a little bit about the Empower program and what you learned. So in the Empowered program, it's a fast-track way that taught us the fundamentals of manufacturing. I was able to do some math, some English, learn to read blueprints, use measuring equipment, micrometers. You know, I've never seen one before until I started class, so it was very interesting. And, you know, I always encourage people, it's never too old to learn. So if I can do it, anyone can do it. How long was the program? 
such three-stage program when I did it, and it was in three months intervals, level one, two, and three. And but today, I think the program they merge everything together, where they just do a combination of everything. But when I started, one of the original alumni, it was a three-part program. And in that journey, was Ajax a partner in that? I know as part of this yes. program, this is a completely leading question because, you know, I've led national efforts around credentialing. So um, talk to me a little bit about the skills you learned and the credentials you earned because there's a great debate going on in this country right now about the value of a four-year college degree against a technical degree in skills. So it seems to me you you went that path. So talk to me a little bit about what you learned and how that helped you get into manufacturing, if you could. To doing the, manu the Empowered Program through the Ennepin Technical College, being hired on at Ajax, gave me the opportunity to do some NIMS credentialing, um, going back to classes here and there, doing some online schooling. Um, and then I was enrolled in the Empowered program. Not Empowered, the Apprenticeship program, sorry. No, that's great. Yeah. And the Apprenticeship program, it's a four-year program where we do some classes, NIMS credentials, um, they count that. You do some safety training as well as some on-the-job training to qualify you for the certificate. That's outstanding. So I, I'm curious, and maybe this, your mom, because you mentioned your, your children earlier, in this debate that's going on around a four-year degree versus a technical path that leads somebody into what you've argued is a great family-growing job, what's your mm -hmm. guidance to our listeners as they're thinking about coaching kids that are considering technical paths or four-year degrees? What's your perspective on the value of of the technical path? For instance, the going through the technical schools, I think it's so beneficial because it's cheaper. At the end of the day, when you're finished, if you can find a company you work for that would help you pay for your classes, you can come out, you know, out of school without any debt. Going to a college, it's fine if you can afford it, but the technical schools, they, it's the same schooling, the same training, and it's way cheaper. Yeah. Well, and you've had a, a great partner. Um, tell me how you ended up with Ajax. Were they a partner with the Empower program? Is that how it first started? Yes, Ajax is a partner with the program, and after you finish your first three months schooling, I had the opportunity to be a part of what we call the reverse job fair. So mm. it's where the employers come in to the school right before graduation, 
and the students get an opportunity to interview the owners of the company. So we had a chance to see which company we would like to work for, which our, is our top priority, and really do a background and interview the employers when they come in. I love that. That gives the student the ability to, you know, put the employer in the hot seat for a change. That must, yes. must have been very fun. <laughs> so, it was. Um, it was. Yeah. How long have you been with Ajax and kind of coupled with that, what makes you stay? Because, you know, the data behind women within the manufacturing industry, there is a point at which we lose women leaders. Um, so I'm just curious, what's made you stay and how long have you been with the company now? I've been with the company, it's approaching 10 years, just a few months shy of 10 years. And the reason I stayed with EJ Ajax is because we have a great team. And it's a company that really supports every individual that comes through this door. Encourage everyone to continue forwarding their education, believe in themselves. And if it's a career path that one needs, they really support you 100% in making that a reality. That's wonderful to hear. That's really, and having clarity. You start, so you're a key account manager now, just to put it in perspective. What was your first job at um, Ajax? Starting off at Ajax, I operated the machines on the production floor. And from there is where I my way through and ended up in the office. What a great opportunity. Well, and you have the ability back to the customer. Your technical background, probably having run machines, comes in really handy when you're dealing with the customer and the production side of the house. Has that proven beneficial? Yes, it has, because I have the knowledge of the parts that we run, how it's being run. If new quotes come in, you know, I'm able to tell if it's something Ajax can produce. And, yeah, it it gives you a clear path from the office to shipping. I remember working on the floor, and when the team from the the office would come out, we all would wonder, what do they do in there? Do they actually work? <laughs> but now me being in that seat, <laughs> it's no joke because the first, the face to the customer is us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. So what does the production team think of you today? Oh, no, here comes Althea. <laughs> You know, um, uh, I try my best to go out there and still communicate and encourage individual that's working out there, and not, you know, not to let them think that I'm intimidating when they see me coming through. That kind of oh deal. My, yeah, I would. <laughs> I was gonna say you're so incredibly personable. I would think they have <laughs> tremendous respect that you've walked in their shoes. <laughs> I think so, too, and I do respect them because these guys, they work really hard to produce parts of quality. 
that makes our customer keep coming back and really want to work with us. Yeah, quality matters in that. So let me shift a little bit here, and we've talked a little bit about the company. I'm curious about the impacts and influences in your career. Did did you have a mentor or sponsor that really made a significant impact in your career? I Yes, I did. I did have a mentor. It was my supervisor on the floor at the time, and he really made sure I had the training and the knowledge to make me succeed in the company. Yeah. Often I think mentors are great at pointing out what we don't see in ourselves and striving uh, striving for us to do more. Yes. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Do you have a mentor or sponsor today, somebody that continues to challenge you to do more? I would not say it's an individual. I would say my mentor is the entire team here at Ajax because we encourage each other every day. We support each other. We work as a team, and we look out for each other on a daily basis. And everyone would like the best results for, you know, each and every one of us that works here. So I would say it's a team effort at this time, not an individual effort. Yeah, that's great. How has your journey and path from living the American dream to serving as an account leader for the company in the face of the company, how have your experiences influenced you as a leader? That's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Can you repeat that? Sure. Here's the point of the question. What have you Mm -hmm. learned along the way in how you want to lead people and relationships? Oh, well, honestly, throughout my career, it has taught me to be humble even more respected, and it's challenged me not only at work but in my personal life to go out there and encourage people to be the best they can be and just demonstrate love every day. I think that's important, and the term humble, especially for leaders. You know, followers need to understand that leaders have walked in their shoes, so that's remarkable. I know um, Ajax was active in the M- um, Empower program and does a lot to engage individuals and the next generation. Um, talk to me a little bit about what you do personally um, to help inspire the next generation of boys and girls, of young women, to want to be into in manufacturing as a career. Um, first, I... I'm not afraid to share my journey and keep encouraging women, not only women, but men, that in manufacturing you can be successful. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to start over. That's okay. Successful. <laughs> okay. Yes, I am not afraid to share my journey with women in the manufacturing field or men as a whole. And I encourage everyone daily to believe in themselves and whatever it is, what path you take, just be the best you can be. And throughout my career, I've done some speaking at graduations 
and things like that, just to encourage women, because we need more women in the manufacturing field. I think the word is not spread out there enough that we can do it. It's not only a men, you know, dominate. Even though it's a men-dominated field as women, we can play a great part and be as successful as our male counterparts. Yeah, I actually just saw on the news that the original Rosie the Riveter had just passed, and um, I, 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 it gave me pause because I think of the, you know, the women that that helped this country through a very difficult time and stepped into leadership roles, and most of them were moms that headed into the world of work. And and still with all of that, when all was said and done, it wasn't the field that women chose to go into, and that's evident when only 29% of the workforce is women. So Mm -hmm. I do think having a platform and speaking to young women and even young men about the importance of manufacturing as a career is incredibly important. So I know... um, Ajax does a lot around National Manufacturing Day. Can you share with our audience a little bit what what you guys do around Manufacturing Day to help inspire young people? During Manufacturing Day, we would organize tours with the high schools around the community or even charter schools. And we have tours throughout the day. It's an open-door event. We'll have the kids come in with their teachers or instructors, give them a tour, show them what we do at our facility, and encourage them. Sometimes we make really cool little gadgets. Last year we made fidget spinners. Kids were so excited to know that a local company can produce you know, fidget spinners, and it did not come from China. (laughs) And, yes, we would do that, and then before they leave, we'll do a little video of what Ajax did in the past year and some of our success stories with some of our colleagues that came in through the door and worked with us throughout the years. And before they head home, we leave. We usually take them out to eat, like at a pizza joint or someplace like that. (laughs) You know, feed them and they'll always show up. The fidget spinners, that that was pretty clever. So everybody went home with a fidget spinner. With a fidget spinner. (laughs) Yes. That's that's wonderful. I'm curious what you guys are going to plan this year. Oh, I don't know. As the time draws closer, we'll come up. Two years ago, I know we made um, iPad holders, and we'll run the stuff through the laser, demonstrate to the kids how it's being programmed, show them how it's running the laser. We'll have an operator on standby to show them how it's being formed and how we arrive at the finished product. And they usually get excited. <laughs> I'm curious if you guys have ever hired a student that came through Manufacturing Day, if they came back and knocked on the door. That's my ideal yes. utopia, you know. Yes, we have. This past year, we had a one guy came back as an intern 
and work with us during the summer. I'm not sure if his plan is to come back this year, but maybe he'll was come he a high back school graduate? during the summer again. Was he a high school graduate? Still in high school. Okay. So if they're interested cool. in the field, yeah, we would give them an internship, have them come in and pay while they learn as well. So they're not spending their time with us and not receiving a check at the end of the week. <laughs> and we all know manufacturing <laughs> plays, pays better than any other industry with salary and benefits. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm sure it was better than lifeguarding at the local yeah. pool. That's wonderful. Yep. That's wonderful. I've always appreciated Ajax's leadership in student engagement. So I'm going to ask you for a little bit of personal reflection. Um, tell me what you see your greatest professional achievement as being. I would say my promotion in the office because I did not see that coming. It was a little scary at first. But with the support of the team, I think I'm doing pretty good because right as of today, I'm managing three of our largest customers. And some of the customers um, I take care of, we ship products overseas. And I get a chance to talk to different people every day. And I get to see you know, this both sides of the spectrum, working in the office as well as what goes on on the floor. So I get the best of both worlds. So I'm going to challenge you a little if I'm allowed to. So you said the promotion you didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the data would show, you know, I'm a data gal, the data would show mm-hmm. that as women when there's an open opportunity, we consider ourselves needing to have all of the skills and checking all of the boxes before we actually mm-hmm. apply. Yeah. So was it an an opportunity that was open and you didn't think to apply for it and somebody approached yes, you? It, <laughs> it was And why didn't you open... think to apply for it? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, um, I did not have computer background skill where I'm from, I ne- we've never owned a computer, and that was my fear. And I heard of the opening, but I said, mm, maybe one of the guys will apply and get it. And one of the owners approached me and said, Althea, why don't you, what do you think of applying for the office position? And I said, me? He said, yes. You should. I think you'll be a great candidate. You'll work good with our customers. And that's the thing with Ajax. They see what you do not see in yourself, and they help to bring out that inner you. So the team here saw my potential that I did not even know existed, which is why I love working here at Ajax. I was going to say, do you have a lesson learned in that? Oh, definitely. As human beings, do not undervalue yourself and just believe that the sky is the limit and keep pushing for success in anything you do. Just keep trying. At the end of the day, you will succeed at some point. 
So that brings me to my next question, which is often we are best defined by how we overcome challenges or failures. No? How many times mm -hmm. did it take to fail before success happened? What are some of the things you've learned about your journey and mistakes that have been made or lessons learned um, that have made you stronger today? You know, I have a motto that I live by. And if, you know, sometimes as we feel down, sometimes we feel we're not accomplished enough. I always say to myself, you know, my mom always taught me, she said, always dream big, never give up. And always remember, any disappointment in life, it is a setup for something greater. And I always believe that. So if, you know, if I set myself, you know, believing something would happen and it doesn't happen, I just pick my shoe up, pick myself up, and keep going again. Just never That's give up. Yeah. My dad used to have a sign he since passed, but was hanging over um, the last several years of his life that was the never, never, ever give up. So I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. Things happen for a reason. So oh, I'm yeah. curious, um, with the journey that you've traveled, um, what would your mature self say to your teenage self today? Pay attention to math in school. <laughs> No regrets, to be honest. And as I grow older, I've become wiser. And, you know, it's not about looking back. It's where I'd like to go going forward. And I've had a really great support group. My family has really supported me throughout the years. And there's nothing, I don't think there's anything I'll change to this day because it's made me the person I am today. Yeah. So I'm curious, um, as you look forward, where's your dream big? What's next? Professionally, I think I'll take my president's position one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> I think, that, you know, that's my, my aim is to always keep progressing and going to the next level. And in manufacturing, there are so many opportunities. And here at Ajax, it's a room for improvement and growth professionally. So you never know where it will lead me. I'm open. I think that's wise. And I often, as I build teams, look at candidates and say, could I someday see them in my job? So good for you for striving for the top. I think I think women need to do that every single day. And as you know, in my world of Gallup and strengths coaching, I coach yeah. a lot of women in the industry, and and many times they don't see themselves sitting in that chair, and my answer always back is, why not? Yeah, is, if someone yeah. can sit there, you can too. Yeah, you just if have to him I and trust that it will happen someday. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, this has been a wonderful conversation. And as you know, I always like to end uh, discussions with a challenge to our audience. Of, so 
So from your perspective and to our listeners today, what challenge or takeaway would you ask of them? I would, for me, I would say know what career path you would like to take and know your worth as you travel through this journey. If it's manufacturing or not, just believe in yourself and dream big. And as you go into whatever field, always remember communication is the key. If you do not know something, ask questions. Don't pretend you know because you'll never know. And good luck in whatever path, you know, they choose. That's wonderful. And I think it's important, that statement, if you, if you don't know, don't be afraid to ask and don't pretend. Mm-hmm. Very wise counsel. Very wise counsel. <laughs> well, Elsie, I want to thank you so much for your for taking time out of your very busy day today to share your story with Women in Manufacturing Radio. I'm confident that by sharing your story, we will help inspire others. To our listeners, please engage in the discussion on Twitter at hashtag Women and MFG, and tune in next week for another inspiring story. Althea, thank you so much. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for listening to Women and Manufacturing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.